What's up, FCA? Welcome to True Life Sessions. My name is Michael Hawks, and I am your host for today's episode. The heartbeat behind True Life Sessions is really just to have honest, raw conversations with coaches and athletes to better learn and draw wisdom about what it looks like to follow Jesus in this day and age. And today, we get a glimpse of that. We are traveling to Lake Oswego, Oregon, and sitting down with a Lake Ridge High School student named Tristan. Tristan is a baseball player. He's a junior. And we sit down and hear from him about what it looks like to follow Jesus as a young high school athlete. Regardless of how old you are today, you can learn from Tristan. He is so wise. It is such an awesome conversation. But on the back end of that, I have the honor of sitting down with one of my really good friends, Blake McKenzie. Blake is a youth pastor in Lake Oswego, and he helps us debrief and really expand upon what Tristan shares about. This is an amazing conversation. We talk about jazz drumming, trail mix, Jesus, and obviously Trader Joe's. So if you're ready for that and you're excited, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation today. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back. I want to welcome you to Lake Oswego, Oregon, where we are here at Mountain Park Church. Shout out to Mountain Park for letting us use their space. And we are sitting down with an athlete today. His name is Tristan. Tristan, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, Michael, how you doing? Good, bro. So I think we got to let people behind the curtain a little bit. Um, this isn't the first time that we've recorded this, is it? No, it is not. No, it is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so about a month and a half ago, I guess. Seems about right. Yeah. We sat down when it was sunny outside Yes, <laughs> at your high school in Lake Ridge and did an amazing TLS. And me, being the editor, go back <laughs> to edit the video and my hard drive doesn't work. And now we're here again, filming it again. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's okay. Glad, yeah. I'm glad we get to hang out again. That's, yes. really, that's really the Excuse thing. Excuse to see you again. There it's you not go. sunny. No, that's the is, only thing. It's not. <laughs> and we're not on a, near the baseball field. We're, we're in a church. No offense. But hey. It was nice being in the sun, it, it and was. the rain is like its own thing, but whatever. Okay, Tristan, let's get the people to get to know you a little bit. Tell them where you go to school, what sports you play, any extracurricular activities. I um, go to Lake Ridge High School. I'm a junior. I'm on the baseball team. I'm also in the jazz band. I play the, the drums, the jazz drums. Jazz. That's so sick. <laughs> Michael really loves that. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's because I've seen the movie Whiplash, and I just like have such a, a, I guess, not, not a reverence, but a respect for jazz drummers. I mean, you guys are ridiculous. That, so gifted. That might be it. <laughs> so gifted. Okay, we're going to do a little round robin, okay? okay? What's your favorite snack of all time? Favorite snack? Uh, trail mix. Trail mix. It's okay. Good. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. It's not really like changes like a high school teenager. Mm. 17-year-old male kind of yeah. go through food pretty fast. So yeah. I'm really hone in on one thing. Kind of just migrate to the calories migrate to the calories yeah <laughs> i love that uh i don't know if i know when i was in high school for some reason i thought every time i opened the fridge that stuff would just happen <laughs> to show up yeah so I, I just go back to the fridge and open it up and i'm like still still no that's there. exactly what i did is the fridge and then there's the pantry and there's the fridge in the garage you kind of Go between each one of them three times before you realize what you want to eat. <laughs> yep, yep, that's, that's so true. Okay, um, what position do you play in baseball? I'm competing for center field. Competing for center field, that's awesome, that's awesome. How long have you been involved with FCA? Um, really kind of the last like two years. Mm -hmm. I mean, COVID kind of hit, so, but before COVID, we were trying to, trying to start up a huddle at Lake Ridge. Mm -hmm. and COVID kind of hit, but now we're here starting up the huddle at Lake Ridge. Awesome. 
Now, how's that going for you? You guys, do you have a huddle at Lake Ridge right yes, now? We, or? Yeah, we do. Um, we just had our second meeting. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, it's going good. Started, yeah. started off with four people. Yeah, hey, more the merrier. Yep, started off with four, and now it's just multiplying. Yeah, that's so good, man. Where, where do you think that heart to start that Christian community on your campus comes from? Um, I think it really kind of came from, like, the people above, like, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of started with... Uh, Blake and Tristan, yeah, um, both at FCA, and they kind of reached out to us and kind of started it there, mm-hmm. and saw the Lakers didn't have one, and kind of found us, and we really didn't know what it was at first, and then realized, oh, that's, that's kind of a good idea, yeah. So, kind of people like you guys just kind of reaching out, and then thanks for that, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> I needed that pat on my shoulder. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, shout out to our FCA staff, everything they do. It's so awesome. Okay, so what I really wanted to talk about today, and we kind of talked about it in the last time that we recorded this, but really like. <laughs> What is it like in this day and age, 2021, Portland, Oregon, Lake Ridge High School, what is it like following Jesus? And I guess I just want to ask you a couple questions in regards to that. I think let's start from the beginning. Like, how long have you been a Christian? Well, I was born into the, born into a Christian household. Okay. So nothing, nothing big there. Kind of yeah. just born in a Christian household, so kind of always been there. And then really the last couple of years, it's kind of been, as I've, been been more independent these last couple of years, mm-hmm. kind of see it more, and it's like, okay, now I've seen what I've learned, now like life's coming. Yeah. So yeah. that's just the test of the faith. Yeah, kind of. that's awesome. So, where would you say that your faith had to become your own? Because I work with youth a lot, and a lot of times we see uh, kids just kind of like riding the coattails of their parents' faith, and and then they kind of when they do get independent, they either go on their own or you know by God's grace still stick with it and keep keep striving in that where do you think that like kind of decision of like I think I want to make this my own where did that when did that come for you um I think really I think a lot of it had to have to come back to this last summer this mm-hmm. last summer was it's kind of big kind of coming out of COVID and more things happening this last summer I've been I mean there's FCA camps and mm-hmm. then really the first time I went on my first like mission trip oh that's to, awesome to Mexico and it wasn't like some like life-changing experience like mm-hmm. some people um, described but it was it was very it was impactful it really just I think part of it was just seeing because it was a large church and there was a large group of people there and just seeing the amount of people there my age just kind of in the same boat as I was mm. and still kind of seeing that really kind of influenced that and kind of carried on throughout that's super cool that's really cool to hear so you go on this amazing mission trip you see kids your age following Jesus and that just inspires you to kind of do the same thing here at Lake Ridge how has that been I guess you know now we're in November this school year and you being like okay I'm gonna take my faith seriously how do you think that's been playing out for you at Lake Ridge uh in high school yeah uh high school itself already is hard yeah I bet in junior year too oh junior year junior is the worst it's a a, a grind (laughs) yeah it is the worst I remember it being like freshman year I was like trying to get my feet wet right high school's crazy (laughs) sophomore year it was like I'm chilling Right. And then junior year, I don't know what happens, but it just like kicks on. Yeah. And you're like, well, this is. It's, it's like that, but then I didn't really have the, I had like the super chill sophomore mm. year online. And now it's just like. Oh, yeah. I didn't minute. even think about that. <laughs> yeah. So that, that kind of, that itself is like really, really kind of been hard. Just like, just like keeping things spinning and just keep mm-hmm. going a lot, of, a lot of different things. But then bring faith into it just mm-hmm. makes it harder, especially at a public school like yeah. Lake Ridge. Yeah. What is that like? So being on public school campus saying, hey, I'm a follower of Jesus, is it, like, great? Everybody's, like, cool with it? Have you faced some kind of, like, pushback? Like, what has that been like for you? Right. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, people know, like, 
that don't like hide it. Like don't want. Yeah. Like, we don't want you to know I'm Christian, but um, <laughs> yeah. you cannot know. But <laughs> the exact opposite. Um, but yeah. people, people, people do know about the way I act, who, um, the way I act, the way I talk, the way the things I say, the things I do, mm-hmm. and people, people, people know that. Actually, it came up because um, it came up once that on on Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. If you and if you know but on Spotify, you can like follow your friends, you yeah, can follow yeah. people, you can see. And if you if you're on the desktop version, you can see like what music you yes, listen. I stalk my friends. Oh yes, and, yeah. and see what they listen to. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely do. Everybody does it. Don't even try to hide from it. You <laughs> definitely do it. Yeah, and and I think I was listening to just like worship music, and I and I, and I think I think I came up. I was gonna we were like in the weight room or something, and I was like I was gonna go on Ox for um, the music, and it's yeah. like it, and they, someone was like jokingly it's like oh he's gonna play his christian music and mm. it's just like and it's just like okay yeah and it's which well, i didn't like take it as like offense but i took i didn't take it as offense the fact that he like said it like the fact that he like realized mm. it's like it was the kind of just like oh i don't know it's, okay yeah okay well that's different that's right. different i wasn't a christian in high school so like i have no idea what you're going through um but what are some practices or, or rhythms in your life that like help keep you like kind of in that, like, Paul talks about in the New Testament, like, the spurring on of good works. Like, how do you, like, keep going back to, like, man, this is, like, this is what I stand for. Like, what are some things in your life? And obviously, worship music on Spotify is a big deal. Right. <laughs> like, but what are what are some things in your life that, that help you kind of stay on that walk? On that walk? Um, I think, um, I think I value relationships a lot. And mm-hmm. I think relationships are heavily undervalued by society. Yeah. Um, not only relationship with, um, with God, but I feel like relationships with other people really, really undervalued. Even, even with people that like aren't aren't Christians and I yeah. and go to all the parties and things like mm-hmm. that. It's just it's building the relationship with them mm-hmm. and then still connecting because I because like you we may not believe the same thing, but there's still a lot of things we we still connect on. Yeah, absolutely. And just building those relationships and strengthening those relationships, and then, um, and then coming through with belief and letting them see that and not hiding that. Wow, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I just want to encourage you, bro. Yes. Like, <laughs> I struggle with doing that as an adult. Okay, so like, as a person that's been following Jesus since like 2014, I struggle with that, how to like live out my faith publicly in the world. And like, just to hear you being like, I'm going to go and like be friends with people, regardless of if they believe with me or not. But I know that in that relationship, God can use me in the midst of that relationship to maybe show them a different side of Christianity they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, bro. That's like, that's the real deal. Like, you know those bracelets, what would Jesus do? Oh, we have one right here. Oh, come <laughs> yeah, on. Let's right. go. That's awesome. Got the well, green one. <laughs> that's what Jesus would do, bro. Yep. <laughs> like, like, the Pharisees in the New Testament got so mad because he was so invested with the people that nobody wanted to hang out with. Like... Like, why is he sitting at a table with sinners? Like, right. he's a rabbi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's because that's what Jesus does. Right. That's what Jesus does. So to hear you doing that on a public school campus, in the weight room, wherever you're at, on, in your jazz drums, whatever, right. you know, like, that's super, super encouraging to me. And uh, so how can we, as FCA, as your community, brothers and sisters in Christ, like, what are specific things that we can be praying for you for uh, just in this season, high schooler, trying to figure everything out, going to graduate next year, like all of that. Jeez, Louise, I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. how can we be for you in this in this next season? Think, um, like, what to pray for? for me? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think words. I think words are really powerful. 
Mm. Very powerful. Um, and just the right words to say. Yeah. I feel like are really hard to come by sometimes. Yeah. The people that can find those right words to say change the world. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to pray for words for sure. But I think you said something too, and I, it's just popped back up in my head, but you, you said relationships are really valuable. And I think something that we can pray for for you is, is gathering more of those Christian believers on your public school campus. Mm-hmm. Not only the people that you're trying to reach and you're trying to love and you're trying to show Jesus' love to, but man, gathering with those people. Um, and that's what I love about FCA is mm-hmm. we are trying to bridge the gap between the public church or the local church and the public school. Right. And so that kids just like you, students just like you, coaches, athletes, can find that Christian community to where they feel like it's like, man, I'm not an island out here. Right. I'm not the weird kid in the weight room with the worship music on. It's, right. like, it's like I got people behind me. And so uh, I think that that is, that is super, super good. What are, what are you most excited for this coming year? What am I most excited for? Yeah. Uh, I think um, baseball season. Looking, oh, yeah. Looking pretty good. We're in the weight room right now, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're really bonding, and it's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're fighting. You said you're fighting for center field? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about baseball, but I do know that's in the center of, of the field. field. <laughs> so, yes. So, okay. Well, Tristan, I'm going to pray for you real quick. Okay. Okay. And then FCA, I want you to please be praying for Tristan uh, in his, what he's doing at Lake Ridge, their huddle. I think it's amazing, but man, just God using him in his conversations, in his relationships, in the moments where people are watching. I think that's one thing I noticed when you were talking about the worship music is like in that person saying that is, they're watching you. Right. Like they're paying attention to what you're saying. And regardless if it's a joke or whatever, they're noticing something's different. And I think that is super valuable. So Jesus, Lord, I just thank you so much for Tristan. I thank you for his heart. Lord Jesus, I pray he never forgets that he is a image bearer of the most high king, that he could do a lot of amazing stuff. He can be the best baseball player, the best jazz drummer, but the greatest identity he has is a son of you. So Lord, I pray that from that place, from that victory that you have given him through Jesus, that he would step boldly in faith into his public school campus, and he would have the right relationships so that people can see you, and he would have the right words to say. Holy Spirit, move through Tristan, move through the public school campus at Lake Ridge, and I just believe, Lord, that you're going to do something amazing through this young man's life. I thank you for him. Thank you for his friendship. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You rock, bro. Thank All right. you. Dang, Tristan. Man, he is so, I just, I love sitting down and talking with Tristan. I know I said earlier in the podcast uh, that this is the second time that I had actually had that conversation with Tristan. (laughs) And man, every time I sit with him, I'm just so encouraged. Um, I'm encouraged on even as an adult in my life to follow Jesus better because of the faith that uh, Tristan has. So, so thankful for Tristan. Thanks, bro. But now as we move into the second half to really just dissect and apply better, kind of what Tristan was talking about. Um, like I said before, I've invited Blake. Blake, what's hey, up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> so good to have you, bro. Same, man. You've Glad been on TLS here. before. TLS, yeah, yeah. This is round two for us. Round two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're not on video. That's no offense to your looks or anything. Right, right, right. I'm way more comfortable. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, relax. Yeah, we're sitting, yeah. sitting on couches <laughs> in our PJs just having it's a nice. conversation <laughs> about Jesus, you know? <laughs> Well, Blake, just share a little bit uh, for all those that maybe haven't met you before, kind of what you do here in the Lake Oswego community um, here at your local church. Indeed. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I'm the youth pastor here at Mountain Park Church. Um, I was born and raised in the great state of Texas. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody. 
um, and really got involved in ministry down in Paramount, California, just outside of LA. I was there for two years, and then I've been up here in Lake Oswego for two years. I got here, and my main job was like, how do we get to the schools? And I was mm -hmm. like, yo, I came to Christ through FCA, so I know how to do that. <laughs> so let's do that. I think they're um, doing something right. Right, right. I <laughs> yeah. think I can do this, right? Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, I got plugged in with FCA. That's how I met our boy T Seb. I think T -Seb. I'm the only guy that calls him T Seb. So please, no one else call him. You that. texted me before this, and yeah. you were like T Seb. I was like T who? Yeah, I, like, oh, I know. Wait, I think my wife and I are the only Tristan. one that calls him that. But that's so um, good. yeah, but Tristan, man, he's just a great dude. So that's how I met Tristan, and uh, yeah, dude, that's kind of what we do here in Lake Oswego. That's so good. That's so good. Um, so did Tristan's? He doesn't go to this church, right? We, yeah, no, he doesn't okay. go to this church necessarily. During COVID, we started like a little Zoom mm. huddle. Okay. And he was like, he was one of our pioneers. Yeah, he's one of our veterans. Zoom. Yeah, shout out to Zoom. <laughs> shout out to for Zoom. all the people you've connected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so good. Okay, so really, we just wanted to debrief. Like, let's just yeah. talk about what Tristan talked about. Yeah. I mean, in 10 minutes, you know, we couldn't really get to everything that we wanted to talk about. Totally. But really, this main idea of like, what is it like? following Jesus in the PNW in right. 2021. Totally. Like, and I guess for, for me to you, uh, as a youth pastor in the community, yeah. is there anything that Tristan said or anything that you see kind of going on within these students' lives? It's just like, man, this is it's yeah. a real deal. Yeah, you know, the first thing I think about is we're all on social media, mm -hmm. and people are after being authentic. Mm -hmm. Like they can tell pretty upfront whether you're authentic or not. And I think that was something behind Tristan was like, I, if I'm about this, I got to be about this. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I love about the Portland area that I had to get used to was like, people are just brutally honest. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like you ask them how they're doing, they're going to tell you exactly yeah, how they're straight doing, up. how their day is, whatever that is. But that is part of the culture here. Mm -hmm. And so if you are not about it, like I said, people can tell, and mm. that's a huge reflection on your faith. And yeah, that might be an added pressure, but I think that's like more of an opportunity for us to really display what Jesus is about. Yeah. And so yeah, what's that look like in high school? Probably pretty hard. You know? <laughs> I couldn't imagine <laughs> yeah. with all the social media, all the stuff. And then he even said in the podcast, in the video, it was just like, and then my sophomore year was all online. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I go on this mission trip. You know, I come back and I'm like, I want to take my faith seriously, and I'm like man, I can't even imagine. And then it's so encouraging for me. Like, this is why I love my job is that I get to sit with students like Tristan. Yeah. And then I look back at myself when I was in high school and I was like playing Call of Duty, right. drinking it, Mountain Dew. Like, exactly. Not a care in the world about who Jesus is right. or who Jesus was or right. how he affects my life today. Yeah. And so it's just so encouraging to hear a young man like being like, man, I'm, I'm willing to struggle for this because it's a totally. real deal. And totally. so- yeah, that's so good. I think I think that's something I've noticed too. Being in Portland is that 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 rawness, that like yeah. realness. Um, that if you ain't about it, right, you ain't about it. Like right, it's exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. and uh, but what I do love about Portland, and you kind of see it in Tristan, um, is there is a passion though. Like when you are for something, oh yeah, totally. you are sold out. I mean, oh, look yeah. at the Timbers Army at right. the Portland Timbers. Right, right, like, right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like those people love the Timbers. Right, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and so, anyways, anyways, so. Kind of going back to Tristan, and I, I kind of wanted to pick your brain about this, yeah. this whole idea of like making your faith your own. Yeah. Um, I work with youth. I know you work with youth, totally. and we're, you know, buddies with a, amazing youth pastors in the area. Totally. I feel like this is a struggle that we always kind of run into right. of like helping our kids see, I know your parents brought you to church this morning. Right, <laughs> right. But 
you need to make your faith your own. Totally. And so I could hear in Tristan's story how he kind of had that moment of totally. coming to Jesus. And yeah. But is that, do you feel like that tension a lot, especially here oh, of just like... Yeah, like, for sure. My parents drug me here. Right, exactly. <laughs> but Jesus is kind of okay. Like, I didn't choose to be here, but you had donuts, so I'm here. <laughs> Seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm How here much right pizza now. do we have to buy <laughs> in order <laughs> for the kingdom of God Dude, to come? I know. <laughs> I was pizza and donuts, man. It's like what pizza we live on. Pizza and donuts, of. Yeah. yes. No, but I'm with you, man. I think that's the big struggle, too, and questions that kids ask is, okay, my parents are like seem like they're all in on this or they just think it's a good thing for me mm. but why do they think it's a good thing for me yeah you know and that's like the question they're really wrestling with and i think yeah they they have to wrestle with it mm -hmm. and i think that's the most uncomfortable thing is having the struggle with those tensions you know what i mean i feel like you know god was doing a work in tristan's heart down in mexico mm -hmm. right like he had something pretty big happen that he felt that you know, I'm sure I remember when I first came to Christ, like I didn't know if the guy next to me was feeling the same thing I did, yeah. but there was something wild going on inside of my heart. Yeah. Right. And I it's feel like way. that's something that Tristan's recognizing. And it's like, okay, man. All right. Now, how do I like live this out? Because mm. um, it's almost like you feel the Holy Spirit kind of setting you on fire. Um, and that's kind of how you realize, okay, like God called me specifically. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is going to get wild. Yeah, you know? yeah, I love how you say that. Like there was something going on inside of me. Yeah. And I, I think too, so I came to Christ at an FCA camp in 2014 in yeah. college, as yeah. a sophomore in college. Yeah. And my whole world was turned right side up. Hey. It was upside down, right. but the Lord right. turned it right side up because I was like, wait, I've been doing this, but now I feel that I know that's wrong now. Like it was yeah. almost like an awakening of yeah. like, I can't do that. It was almost like this stumbling forward of like mm. trying to figure out what does it mean to follow Jesus, to live righteously, totally. all of that. And so what are some like ways, and we kind of talked about it with, with Tristan and he, he kind of shared like a, that, that worship story, the worship yeah. music. And I thought that was so, so, so good. Yeah. But what are some ways that we can kind of like help the people on the other side of this? Like, yeah. what are some ways that if they're in that season of like struggling Mm -hmm. Of like, man, like I feel this inside me going crazy. Like I know the Holy Spirit's there, but I really don't know how to work that stuff out. Yeah. What are some ways? I mean, we can look in Scripture. Obviously, it's everywhere. Totally. <laughs> um, totally. But ways that we could help uh, anybody listening to this just kind of like take that step to like, yeah, grow deeper. This sounds as like basic as it gets, but I think about just being in the Word, mm. like being in the Bible, yeah. um, asking your local pastor or parents or even Googling where to start yeah. and just diving in. Because what you'll notice, if you stay after it, um, the Holy Spirit does a work where you're like living the Word out yeah. and you don't even realize it, right? Like people be like, oh man, there's just something different about you. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like reading, like something happened. I decided to read the Bible and now like things are just happening inside of me and outside of me. Mm. You know what I mean? And again, it sounds so basic, but if you stick with it, there's just something beautiful that the scriptures will do to the inside. Yeah. That's just wild. The sufficient word of God yeah. does the work. Yeah. Uh, uh, we At my church, we're going through the book of Acts right now. Nice. And we came upon this story where uh, Paul and Silas are in Berea in chapter 17. Mm. And it's funny because it's like Paul just escaped from Thessalonica because the Jews were like, we got to get this dude. Like right. He's ruining everything. <laughs> and so they get to Berea, and I love this kind of burn that the Bible has towards those in Thessalonica, but I think this is so good, is now these Jews, this is uh, verse 11, now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Burn. Mm -hmm. uh, they received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so, to see if what mm -hmm. Paul and Silas were saying were so. Yeah. 
Verse 12 says, Many of them therefore believed, mm. with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. And what I love about that is like, these Jews knew what to do. They were like, okay, that's a really cool message, Paul. That's right. great. Okay, well, I'm going to go check my sources. Totally. And what I love about that is the word can teach. Oh, like yeah. the word is sufficient for teaching. Oh, and absolutely. And like, you know, Jesus talks about in John 15 of like, apart from me, you cannot do anything. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you can't be a more patient person. You can right. try your best, right. but you just can't. Totally. If you're not attached to the vine and allowing the vine's nutrients, the Holy Spirit, to flow through you, you're not going to have good self-control. You're not no. going to have peace, patience, kindness, right. self-control. And so it's like, I love that story in there because it's like these Jews went back to examine Scripture, and yeah. because of that, therefore, many of them believed. Yeah. And I think that's so good of like, man, what is your rhythms in your life yeah. to like getting in God's Word, whether that's listening to it, reading it, totally, whatever that means. And so. hearing, and I think also hearing other people's perspectives on mm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm reading, and this happens to everyone, and even pastors who've been pastoring for 30, 40 years, they can read, you know, 1 Corinthians 10 and like, wait a second. Okay, what is that about? And then yeah. you look up people, you know, we were talking about John Mark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you have John Mark Comer for if you're up here in the Northwest. You know, you got Tim Keller on the East Coast, mm -hmm. you know, Matt Chandler down there, and Francis Chan. There's t so many yeah. people. If you just Google, you know, something about this verse or chapter, people mm. unpack those questions mm -hmm. you have a little more. I think that's a good rhythm to have. Um, soaking in the word. And then we use the word meditate a mm -hmm. lot, which I think is like a catchy word of mm -hmm. like emptying yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's like not at all yeah. like what it is. <laughs> like in Hebrew, it's, it's more so like mumbling it, mm -hmm. you know, like mumbling the verse or whatever it is. And so, yeah, I think it's getting a key phrase mm. from, the, from the word of God and then just speaking that over yourself a couple times throughout the day when you're driving, when, you know, you're literally, I've done this before at practice, right? Like mm -hmm. you just kind of recite, you know, okay, the Lord's my strength. All right, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Or the Lord's my light and salvation. Okay, mm -hmm. great. You know, yeah. those types of things. I think that's super good. Um, and then, yeah, I think those are some, some good yeah. rhythms. For I think sure. too, I think too, and something that uh, I've been really thinking about mm -hmm. is FCA is great, yeah. but FCA is a tool. Totally. You know what I mean? FCA is totally. a, a means to an end. Totally. And coaches athletes out there that fca can't be your church right. you know what i mean and yeah, it's like i know like, as much as we wish it would yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the donuts and pizza like <laughs> yeah. damn why don't my church have pepperoni pizza on right. sunday you know exactly. what i mean <laughs> exactly <laughs> but but like to be in a community of believers mm. Yeah, like the huge. New Testament is written to a group. It's not right. written to an individual. So when you're sitting there and reading it on your Monday morning or whatever in your yeah. reading chair or what I don't I don't know how you read your Bible. Right. But right. like it, you're reading it as an individual, but you gotta think about it being preached and proclaimed to a group of people. Totally. You know, when Paul wrote Romans, it was sent and then it was read aloud to the people in totally. uh, Rome. And so I think it's like, yes, it's like you need that time in the word. Yeah. But man, can you actually experience the fullness of Jesus apart from his body? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and it's like, right. it's like, man, you know, even my wife, like when she tells me stuff that we'll read the same scripture totally. and I'm like, I didn't really, right. I didn't get anything. Oh, yeah, and same. she's like, did you not see the this and this right. and this? And I'm like, right. wow. Right. Yeah. And even in just that relationship. So it's exactly. like, man, what would happen if I was in a room full of however many people, totally. you know, yeah. learning about God's word and allowing it to saturate just all of us. Yeah. And so. Um, what are some ways that you think that like, you know, just in like people who are listening to this, mm. like maybe they're like, 
I don't have a community. There's almost right. like that church hopping. Yeah, I just yeah, got yeah. out of COVID. Totally, totally. What is like, do you think are some good tips and tricks of just like getting connected quickly? Right, <laughs> like, yeah, to yeah totally. I think going to church on Sunday and finding someone who looks like they know mm. where to go, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be a pastor <laughs> or honestly, if it's an elderly person, they mm. normally know, right? <laughs> And the ask them, yeah, ask them where you can get plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a word I use as plugged in, and they normally know what you're talking yeah. about. And getting to a community, and I just like as you were talking, I was like, let's say, let's like um, prep these people for what not to think. Okay, <laughs> yeah. um, I know the the temptation um, is to think, okay, let me go find a group with like minded individuals. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's nothing in scripture about that. <laughs> yeah, right? dude. No yeah, way. Like, there's no way. There's there's gonna be people from every walk of mm-hmm. life that you can imagine. Yeah. But there's beauty and there's goodness in that that you can learn from. Yeah. Because they've been through things that you haven't, mm-hmm. especially if you're looking and reading the Bible together. Mm-hmm. Your wife's example is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think when you, you mentioned your wife, shout out our wives. By yeah. The, um, when we do this, my wife will ask questions that I just would not think to ask oh, yeah. in Absolutely. the scripture, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's, so there's people like that. There could mm-hmm. be people in a group that would be like, oh no, yeah, that makes total sense to me. And then someone else asks a question and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even, you know, see see that but yeah. yeah that's so true so i think that's the beauty is the diversity in the body yeah that's right so good. paul talks about us being a body and you know all these things and um you know the nose isn't better than the eyes and all all that <laughs> yeah, type yeah, yeah. of stuff but you need each other yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. i just gotta put that warning out there yeah. don't no, just gravitate to people <laughs> yeah, that are so just true. like you as much as i wish wish that my small group was a bunch of athletes <laughs> <laughs> It's, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, you know I could just mean? smoke them all. Right. <laughs> Is that you flexing on your right, small group right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. No, that's no. so good. I think I think what you hit on was so good. Is like they're in the body. There is people I completely disagree with on so many different things but at the center of it the common thing is that jesus is absolutely everything right and like that's the beauty of it and i think that shows me god's heart like god's like and i love all these people like this is awesome you know instead of being like okay this sect over here you guys hang out and what a good reminder too god loves all these people Right. Mm, so even yeah. if like you're in a small group yeah. and you're like, Lord, this one's hard to love, man. You know, like just like Are they ever gonna stop talking? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, it's messy. It, it it's is. messy. Yeah. It is, bro. It but is. There's a proverb it. where it's like, where the manger is clean, there is no fruit. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think about that and I'm like, Okay, so when it's not clean, there is a ton of fruit. Okay, totally. so the ox are there. Okay, so that means Man, ministry is just kind of messy yeah, sometimes. Yeah, totally. like it's just kind of messy. Yeah. I love what uh, uh, Hebrews says in the in the video. I said Paul said this. He could have. Right. I don't know who. The we don't know. <laughs> yeah, another argument. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. We don't know who wrote Hebrews. Uh, but basically, uh, he's saying, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. Mm. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. And what's beautiful is like a verse before that. He's like, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Mm. So it's like, how do we do that? Right. Well, but you all just got to meet. Y'all right. got to get exactly. together. Like hang out. Like, exactly. And I think that's so good, especially like somebody on the other side of this. It's just like struggling in that tension. Totally. And even in a, in a place where it's like everybody's on their phone, they're yeah. getting information from all these different sources, all these different places. Like in this very Western individualistic society, you may yeah. think, my Jesus walks only about me. Right. Well, that is so far from the truth. Right. And like Jesus' kingdom actually pushes so much against that individualistic culture to be like, no, you actually belong to a people. Totally. And 
a beautiful people totally. and you can't do this alone. Like yeah. you just can't like the walk of Jesus is not lonely. Right. And right. he was lonely. So I didn't have to be right. Amen. Exactly. Like he, he was lonely on a cross so that I could be in perfect community exactly. and it's not perfect, but at the end of the day, like God's kingdom is perfect. And totally. so that's, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I think, um, it talks more too about, I'm thinking about first Corinthians. Um, and I'm actually going to a different verse than what we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, right here, man. The believer's freedom, okay? And it mm-hmm. talks about your personal faith, your mm-hmm. personal freedom, but then it doesn't talk about it being personal mm-hmm. at all. Um, <laughs> it talks about only doing good things for others. Yeah. All right, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so then you think about, okay, what does that mean for me? Well, then you pop over two other chapters and you go to the 14, 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Uh, Paul's saying, what then shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together, each of you has a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. Hmm. So I know in my circle, group of friends, the way I grew up, we were like, dude, let's go to church because I need to be fed. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not a bad place. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. If you're mm-hmm. in a spiritual low, yeah. dude, like you going to church is probably a great thing. Mm-hmm. But you also, like, according to these scriptures, you have something to bring to the table here, too. Amen. There's dude. something that you bring that can build people up, that's mm-hmm. constructive, okay, beneficial to other mm-hmm. people. And here it gives you, like, a straight list. Like, yeah, maybe maybe you were singing your favorite worship song, and there was just some beautiful truth in it, mm. and you're rocking that in the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. a great thing. Having a word of encouragement, having these Bible verses or something that spoke to you from the word this week on your heart, mm-hmm. dude, what if someone needs that? Amen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and not being afraid to tell someone. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's so big because you have a part in this. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. That is so good, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, to kind of wrap us up, we could sit here and talk for I another know, I know, three man. hours if we really needed to, <laughs> if we really need to. I think to bring it back to Tristan, yes. young guy, Yep. In Lake Oswego, going to Lake Ridge High School, trying to follow Jesus. Like, what I noticed in the story that he told, and I kind of think I said it at the end, was that people are watching. And that kind of shook me to my core a little bit. Like, when he said that, I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. Like, somebody's watching my Spotify, you know, or whatever, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. Like, and I was thinking to myself, like, what is the life that I preach Mm. when no one's looking? Yeah. Like, what is, you know, we can get on stage, we can look good, we can right. look flashy, we get whatever. Right. But man, when I step off of that stage, what's the life I'm preaching to my son? Totally. What's the life I'm preaching to my wife? What's totally. the life I'm preaching, or the life I'm preaching to my family? Yeah. Uh, non-believers around me. Right. And I think something that Tristan was just hitting the tip of the oh, iceberg yeah. of is that the world is watching us totally. so what are we going to do with that time? Right. What are we going to do with those eyes on us? Yeah, and exactly. so uh, for you, uh, how, how does that play out for you? Like yeah. when you're at Trader Joe's or you're at right. Starbucks or right. whatever. Like, right. Yeah. You know, when I was thinking Trader Joe's, yeah, shout out there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, Can I say something uh, real what's quick? Up? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> when I retire, by the grace of God, if I ever do, I don't know if I will. <laughs> I'm working at Trader Joe's. Dude, Trader Joe's would be a great place. <laughs> great environment, great yes. benefits. All the great stuff is right yes, there. Yes, yeah, bro. Man, like, I'm with you. I want the Hawaiian shirt, right? and I want to be stocking coffee. And it being socially okay to rock it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Nobody's so, weird in there. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like cargo shorts that are way too baggy right. and super big Tommy jo- Tommy Bahama t-shirts. Yeah. Like, bro, I want to yeah. live that life. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and push the kingdom, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stalking cucumbers and preaching the kingdom of right. God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Anyways, anyways, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. That's a that great that, tangent. Yeah. That's a great tangent. Um, yeah, no, I think about when being authentic, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of come back to that and that what we do matters. The way our life reflects matters. Think about there's a scripture. We talked about this earlier. I don't know exactly where it is, but it's pretty much so that when Jesus comes back, that people who know you would be like, oh, Michael, okay, yeah, yeah, he followed Jesus. That's definitely Jesus. All right, I'm going. Mm. Okay, like living with that type of intention with Mm. your life can be super, super powerful. So yeah, so Tristan shared, you know, him being known as the Christian on the baseball team. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, what if, down the line, he is planting seeds in one of those kids' hearts that is like, oh, man, this Jesus thing. Yo, Tristan, hey, man, I, okay, I know I gave you some, some, you know, some <laughs> stuff in, in high school about being a Christian, but, like, something happened, and, yeah. I, you know, I need you. Mm. Those types of things are so powerful and huge and are super real. Yeah, dude. Right? Um, and, yeah, people are, are looking to you, especially if you're going to hold that Christian tag. Mm. More than anything, they're probably looking for you to fail. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, which is sad to say, but that's like the the worldview on us right mm-hmm. now. Which, yeah. uh, which hey, we, we got an opportunity to do something with yeah. right there. But yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's so good. I think that's so good. So for it's, it's a coach or an athlete or mm. a mom or right. whatever you know, your right. everyday Joe working wherever, like the life that you are preaching right now is being heard by everybody. Right, I'm, and yeah. it's like I want to make sure that they're seeing. As I mean, you know, as broken as I am, totally, uh, the light of Jesus shining through, yeah, all that brokenness. And you go, you went, you went back. You reminded me. We talked a little bit about this too. There's a guy. Um, I could be butchering his last name, but I want to say it's in a Spanish way, but it's not. Okay, it's <laughs> just Pete, give it a go. Yeah, man. Pete Scazzaro. Um, <laughs> okay. He's he's up in in New York, um, but he talked about a phrase that rocked my world. Man, mm-hmm. was he said his loudest gospel message is his marriage. Whoa, and I was like. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm glad I read that before my marriage. And that's something that's always on my mind. Yeah. But really though, like no matter who you are, the way you interact, you said with your, with your son, with mm-hmm. your sons, with your daughters, with your husband, with your wife, the way you interact with them, mm-hmm. people notice. Yeah. And to think about that being a gospel message that points someone to Jesus. That's wild. Yeah. You didn't even have to say, dude, have you heard the good news today, bro? <laughs> yeah. Brother, let me tell you. Yeah, okay? Brother, yeah. Brother, let me right, tell you. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, yeah. You don't have to do the that traditional classic, yeah. you know, evangelism thing. Mm-hmm. It's more so like, no, this is the life that I live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to cut us off. It's okay. I hate to cut us off, but maybe, you know, we'll stop hitting record and we'll yeah. just keep talking. Yeah. But super, super thankful for you, Blake. Thanks, uh, super thankful for your ministry here in Lake Oswego the investment you're making in the young people's life and the investment you've made in Tristan's life. Like, you know, we were talking about it a little bit, but um, just pray blessing over your ministry, bro. Thanks Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. You know what's funny is even listening to Tristan's podcast, like he was blessing me. Like it was coming back. I was like, oh man, this kid's on to something here. So (laughs) thanks for having me. And y'all be praying for this FCA podcast because there's some big things coming for sure. God's working. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here, bro. 
Thank you again for joining us for True Life Sessions. If you like this episode, make sure you like, subscribe, and please share this with a friend because, again, the heartbeat behind TLS is to have raw conversation with coaches and athletes that will in turn help all of us in our walk with Jesus. That's our prayer. That's our hope. So if you're encouraged, come on back next time because we have amazing guests lined up for you. Thank you again for joining us for True Life Sessions. We'll see you next time.